Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick, or we need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session. The podcast today is December the 13th, 2019. I didn't even realize it was uh, Friday 19th, uh, 13th, bro. I didn't even know that. All the people going against Lamar Jackson did. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he came through like the Black Plague, man. Let me get through the intro. And the culture pushers are here. Of course, make sure you check out Big AF, like always, on all social media platforms. You know, that's the boy that's dropping that fire intro, the best intro in podcast right now. What you say? We got a band kicker. We need a correction. Yeah, uh, yeah, bro. That's just dope, bro. And make sure you check out Ferrari Prado on Apple and Spotify. That's the mixtape. And of course, of always, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe to us or with our new sponsor. If you're listening to this on, oh, you're supposed Spotify. to catch it. You're supposed to catch the oop. I didn't know. I didn't know what you were. If you're listening bro. to this on Anchor. Oh yeah, my fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Y'all know, y'all heard the sponsorship at the beginning. If you got the podcast, you know what to do. Um, just make sure you leave us a review. Make sure you leave us a like. And uh, you know, you already know what it is. It's 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 week two of the playoffs. Oh boy, I got hit pretty hard last week. Pause. You know what I mean? Tell them about it, man. Tell them about it. What happened? It was just a lot of bad breaks, man. In one league, the league that I really was dominant in, the league that. I thought I was like had the most chance to win. I got beat by one point. Mm. Those always be the ones too, man. The, the team, the you know, the, the leagues that you really feel like you got like you know the best chance to win it, and they always disappoint you week one. It seems like week one, girl. And then Alvin Kamara hasn't scored a touchdown in how many weeks? What? Forever, bro. I think it's just been since week three. Since week three. Yep. And so, of course, I thought maybe he was throwing score a touchdown last week. He had a pretty decent matchup. You're like, come on, positive touchdown regression. Everybody else was getting it. He didn't. Get it. No, <laughs> he didn't. And so I lost, man. So that was, that, was my, that was the big money league. So I'm still in. Well, I was never in it. Well, I'm in it and still in um, the dynasty league that we in. Me, oh. Did you have the Batu? Uh, not in the um the secret dynasty, nah. I had oh, to fight my way, man. Yeah, Shout out yeah. to Antonio for uh, laying down and letting me fuck <laughs> <laughs> him up real quick. <laughs> he caught him. You caught him on the one week. Did he got Lamar Jackson right? Yeah, yeah. You caught him on the one week with Lamar Jackson. Wasn't talking about nothing. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man. Good game. Yeah, came out and but that karma came around, but Lamar Jackson came back. What he did? Put a sixty on you, right? Bruh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> It seemed like he put up a 60, definitely. But, no, but oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Both of them did, though. Yeah, they both. Uh, I was going against Ingram, too, so it was just like a double whammy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Right, I, know a couple people, I know a couple people that went against that stack. Yeah, it's, 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 it's that sucked. was a vicious stack if you went against that week two of the playoffs. But hey, man. That's what your team is for. You gotta have, That's only 60 points. If nobody else scores, then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into Thursday night football. Last night, like I already mentioned, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens played the Jets, and Lamar Jackson went bonkers. 
Uh, 15 for 23, 212 yards, five touchdowns, eight carries for 86 yards. What kind of – what? Where is he from? That is the definition of a cheat code, bro. <laughs> Where did you get this guy? You could throw five touchdowns, bro. And, and run for 86 yards? That's insane, bro. That's wild. <laughs> He's, like, making history, bro. This is going to be known as the Lamar Jackson year, bro. Oh man, that's, that's pretty much. If you got Lamar Jackson, man, you probably got a ticket to the championship at, at minimum. Yeah. Um. Of course, Mark Ingram also did his thing. Thirteen carries, seventy-six yards, one touchdown, uh, one two-point conversion, and a ten-yard uh, reception for a touchdown. So he did good. If you had him, big Seth trust. Seth Ooh. Who? <laughs> big trust. <laughs> Big trust. <laughs> Seth Rogers, uh, Seth Roberts, my bad. Uh, 14 points with one touchdown, three catches for 66 yards. Hollywood Brown gave you a safe floor with four catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. Miles Boykin got you one of those random touchdowns that he's been getting all year. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about Mark Ingram uh, before the week and him not starting, but he started yesterday. He got Mark four Andrew. catches. What did I say? Mark, God dang it. <laughs> Mark Andrews, four catches for 52 yards and a touchdown. Almost had another one, too, man. Almost had another one. Play, bro. He was running wide ass open down the middle of the field, bro. Yeah, he just missed him. Oh, my God, bro. But it's all good. I'll take the 13. Yeah, I'll take that. Sam Donald came through with a safe floor if you played him. Hopefully, you didn't. If you had to, I know a couple people that had to, like us in that one league we're in. Um, 218 yards, two touchdowns. He fumbled the ball and he had an interception. This is um, a perfect example, too, of like if you're in a super flex, flex league and you got, you know, your quarterback in a horrible matchup, bro. Like nine times out of 10, playing him in that horrible matchup is still going to be better for you than playing like a skilled player in a better matchup, you know? A quarterback will always have a safer floor than a skilled player in a, like, like you said, if, if you're in a super flex league. Exactly. Because a quarterback, like you said, can have a horrible day and score 15 points. And yep. like you got you're gonna have to have if especially if you put them in a super face. So it's not one of your main players. You're gonna have to have a good day by wide receiver three or or running back two, hopefully, to get 15. You know what I mean? Exactly. But uh Le'Veon Bell, like I'm saying, you put Le'Veon Bell, he didn't even get, you know what I'm saying? 21 yards, 21 carries, 87 yards. He he hasn't it's hey, hard. you think they're gonna trade him? If they can, because he's getting paid a lot of money, man. And as we see, like, you do not need to pay these running backs too, too much money, man, because this is a new one every year. Opportunity is key. Yeah, exactly. But the fact okay. that they only gave him two targets is just, like, it's just weird, man. How to keep, how they, like, choosing to use this guy. It's so crazy. <laughs> he's probably, like, one of their best receivers, and he's not getting no targets. They said that all night. Like, if you were listening to the game, they were like, you can put him in the slot. <laughs> you can do so many things with him. And it's, it's like, it's almost like they don't know, but like you've watched him do this for years, but these all that money for no reason. Jameson Crowder had a great game: six catches, ninety yards, two touchdowns. Nobody started him either. Nobody. Like how could you? He had two great matchups uh, two games before, stunk it up in both of them, and then he comes out against the Ravens, who've been pretty shut down against receivers, and puts up two touchdowns. Easy. Crazy. Robbie Anderson um, gave you six, uh, four catches for 66 yards and a, no touchdown. But he gave you a safe floor. That's a pretty safe floor if you started him. Hopefully you didn't. I don't know who started him either. Yeah, I want to get some twice in two leagues yesterday, but 
He didn't. He didn't hurt me. Yeah, ten ain't ten ain't bad, but ten not bad if you if you're in like a, a rough spot. Like I wish I had him to start instead of who I got. Well, we'll get to that in the matchups. <laughs> Speaking of the matchups, without further ado, we Don't bring you to the best matchups ever. Fifteen game by game, week fifteen. What the people have been waiting for? Championship, baby. We out here trying to win rings. Let's do it. Welcome to the winner circle. If this is your first time listening, hopefully it's not your last. Let's do it. Let's do it. First game of the week, the Bears are at the Packers. 41 point over under. The Bears are favorited by, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are favorited by five. Mitch Trubisky, sit. Aaron Rodgers, I have him as a sit. How do you feel about that? Um, It just depends on who your other options are. Like, if you have, right, right, you have like, right. you know, the Tannehill, maybe, and uh, um, I would even say, like, Kyler Murray probably I'll play over him, but. Not mm-hmm. good, or, you know, against the Chicago. You know, they played each other the first week. He only put up, like, 13 points. Yeah. But it just depends who you who your other options are. Because I think his ceiling is probably capped this uh, week. It's very capped. The Bears have still yet to allow a, a top 12 quarterback performance all year. So that's the, that's the ceiling. That and the fact that he only got 10 points against the Redskins last week. Yeah, like, that was weird. He's not looking too good this year, man. I, I don't know what's up. You think it's the coach? He's been great this year, or well, except the Redskins last week. But most of the great, you know, the plus matchups, he's been doing good. But mm-hmm. matchups like this, man, I'm not excited about starting him. No, nah, if I had better options like Tannehill, definitely. David Montgomery is a start for me. The Packers are allowing 4.9 yards per carry and only 5.4 yards per target. So no running back has totaled over 50 yards through the air against them, so I don't think it'll be a Tyreek Cohen day. And I think uh, David Montgomery gets a lot of value. Yep, averaging 17 and a half opportunities over the last five games. Big facts. Aaron Jones uh, start the running defense for the Bears have got better. Uh, they are allowing just 3.7 yards now as of, like, the last three. I think I did, like, the last three games. So that they, I know they were, you remember they were giving up that big like gaping like gaping numbers for the Bears defense to running backs before uh, when Akeem Hicks went out, but they've gotten back on track. You know the I Bears are winner now. They trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I think he's uh, dude's back too, Akeem Hicks. No, I don't think Akeem Hicks not back. He's out for the season, I believe. No, you know you got the IR designated to return. Ooh. So something to keep in mind. But they have been using him in the past game a lot to keep him safe. Like he's gotten – I think he got seven targets last week, six targets the week before. Mm-hmm. So that usage stays the same, then I'm fine starting Aaron Jones. How about Jamal Williams? Um, Is he still banged up? I don't know. They definitely, uh, took, they definitely took away that the, the passes from him last week. Yeah. But uh, Aaron Jones had seven targets to – his one. Yeah, I know he came into the week a little banged up, so I don't know if he's still feeling that. But, I mean, if he goes back to normal usage, then he's still going to get that, you know, 10 to 12 touches. It's the playoffs, though. You got yeah. the playoffs. I mean, yeah, but you, if the if the touches are pretty much guaranteed, which is they are with him, then I think, you know, depends what you need. Like, if you can use a, a safe floor flex, then Jamal Williams might be it. Against the Bears? Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I wouldn't play. Him. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's gonna win you a week or anything. No, I'm, I don't even think he provides a safe floor. I think they want to give Aaron Jones more of the roles now. 
why now? Like not the, I mean, Aaron Jones been beasting all year. He's, and Jamal Williams is still beginning touches. It's true. Just because of the, I think the targets gave him more of a safe floor. And just last week, I don't think he was hurt last. Was he hurt last week? Yeah, he was banged up coming into the week. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw the seven to one targets, and I and I didn't. I, that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Allen Robinson is a start for me. Uh, Nineteen receptions for two hundred sixty-five yards and four touchdowns over the last three games. That's monster numbers. Yes, bro. Uh, he's so he's a start for me. He's almost he's an auto start. <clears throat> Ed, huh? I agree. Anthony Miller. He is uh, in a negative matchup against Tremont Williams. PFF has him graded as a 79, and it, <clears throat> and his targets have been very inconsistent. Uh, I just don't think he can start him in the playoffs. I know he got the touchdown last week, but he has five games with seven-plus targets and eight games with four or less targets. So you got to just it does look at him more lately, and that's he's part of the reason why I feel like they're on this hot stretch. But you're right, uh, Jamal Williams only allowing 10 uh, or the 10th fewest points to slot receivers. So he's got his work cut out for him this week. I don't think they're gonna force it to him. Yeah, I don't think they are either. I just think those target those targets are just not consistent enough for me to want to put him out there. Like you had he has been doing good over the last but even with the last how many targets did he get last week with that touchdown? Remember the touchdown deodorant? Yeah, yeah, like four. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is a start for me, of course. And yep. that's about all I want to do from that game. Everybody, I don't want to start Jimmy Graham. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to start whoever the uh, Bears roll out there at tight end. Any other wide receivers for the Packers? Nope. Patriots are at the Bengals of forty point five over under. That's pretty low. New England favored about ten. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom Brady is a sit. I'm sitting Tom Brady. I know it's a a plus matchup against the the Bengals, who are allowing eight point four yards per attempt. But who is he going to throw it to uh, besides, I, I guess, Julian Edelman? But I just can't roll him out there in the playoffs. I would rather start Ryan Tannehill over him, too. Yeah, maybe in two QB leagues. Of course, yeah. the matchup is good. The matchup is pretty good in there. But he scored less than 12 points in three out of the last four games and the QB 19 in the last three weeks. So definitely not looking to start him in one QB leagues. Yeah, man. Um, Andy Dalton is also a sit for me, of course. He's playing against the Patriots. Most of the um, Bengals are sits for me, actually. The Sonny Michelle and James White debacle. Uh, I don't think, even though in this first matchup, I don't think you can roll Sony out there no more. I don't see enough plus matchups with Sony not doing good, and I'm tired of saying if this is not the week to Sony do it, then it's no week. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not start, I'm not telling you to start Sony. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you to drop Sony. Like he shouldn't even be on your team no more. Yeah. I mean, Kansas James City. White, though, he definitely want to start him. Yeah, like I mean, he's I mean, he's you know his his uh, role is going to be there every week. Mm-hmm. So I get you a touchdown now, but he's going to provide you a safe floor with those targets. And like you said, they don't have nobody really to throw it to. So James White is pretty much the second receiving option out there. Yep, yep. I told I, I, I was saying that on our uh, before season podcast. Yeah, but I don't think anybody predicted Sony to be this terrible, bro. That dude. Why haven't they gotten J- Damian Harris involved yet? I want to know what's going on with that. I don't know. This dude Sony is not doing it, bro. Like, why are they up. there? Huh? He must suck. Who Damian Harris? He looked pretty good in preseason. That one game he got. I just feel like they're saving him for some 
either the, next year they're gonna try to you know release Sony or trade Sony and then try to use uh, Damian Harris because he ain't got no touches. Yeah, that is true. Joe Mixon is a start, but you got to temper your expectations. I think he only a start just because I, the, the Bengals have shown me they don't care anymore. They're going to give Joe Mixon the ball. Finally. 15 touches in at least uh, the last six games. Even though the Patriots only have allowed one touchdown all year, I don't think you're banking on the touchdown. You're just banking on the volume there. Yeah. Hopefully he catches some passes. I think just just a safe floor. And he's been uh, – what up? I, I think yeah. it's uh, – the week that they played the Rams, I forgot to put it in my notes, but since that week, he's the fifth best R- uh, running back in that span, averaging 23 opportunities. Woo. So he's coming on as a late. He could be like a sneaky league winner if you uh, got into the playoffs with Mixon. Mm-hmm. Julian Edelman is a start, averaging 10 targets per game. Muhammad Sanu is a sit. I don't care about the plus matchup. I just don't believe in Tom Brady's targets. No. Um, who else we got? Tyler Boyd. I, how you feel about Tyler Boyd, bro? I'm not trying to play him this week. It's gonna be against Jonathan Joseph, who's I mean, he's one of the three lockdown corners that they got. So I'm not. Yeah, I mean, the volume probably will be there, but that ceiling is gonna be super capped this week. Seahawks are at the Panthers, 48 and a half point over under. The Seattle Seahawks are favored by five and a half. Russell Wilson is a star. I'm expecting a bounce back game from him. Uh, he failed to throw a touchdown last week, and that was odd. I think it, I think it's I, I looked it up. It's been some crazy amount of games since he's not thrown one touchdown. Yeah, but even uh, if he did it. throw one, it's been like one. They mm-hmm. are running the ball like crazy, bro, and it's going to continue this week. So I feel like the ceiling might be a little low unless Carolina can score some points on them. It's a 48-and-a-half point yeah. over-under. So. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep up with him, man. Cause you, well, they can't keep up because, you know, they're going to run the ball, so they're not going to really pull away from him early. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, if you, sleep on, if you sleep on um, uh, what's it called? The, the Panthers, though, they can put some points up. Yeah, I hope they do, man, because, like, he, so he's been the – he started a week off or the year off. Through the first six weeks, he was the QB2. And since week seven, he's the QB15. So it's like the last like month and a half, man. He's been kind of bad for your team, bro. It's just Russell Wilson, so it's you don't look at him like that. Yeah, Cal Allen. Yes. Yep. Chris Carson is a start for me. The Panthers are at <clears throat> the Panthers are allowing a league leading thirty PPR points per game to running backs, with twenty one of those points coming on the ground. And they are averaging 5.3 yards per carry. They're about to hey, Chris Carson is about to have a monster day. He's about to have one of those. If you have Chris Carson on your team, you probably won this week. Well, because no Rashad Penny. I don't know if you mentioned that, but no Rashad Penny is out for the year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all Carson. And I am out of the playoffs where I have Carson. So, that sucks. <laughs> Um, CMC, of course, the great white hope. He is a start. Tyler Lockett, he is a start for me. How you feel about Tyler Lockett this week? I'm scared. I'm scared, man. But uh, Pete Carroll came out and said that he's finally fully healthy. Figured something was wrong with him this past few weeks. You know, he's been sick and had that injury before their bye week. Mm-hmm. But I'll still play him. I'm viewing him as like a wide receiver three right now, though. 
because of the ceiling that he brings. I got him at wide receiver too, and I'll tell you why a little later on. <laughs> Righty, to me. DK Metcalf is a start. Um, he's seen at least six targets in each of the last five games and has totaled at least 70 yards in four of them. He, I think he, he, he is definitely the wide receiver one in Seattle now. That's yeah. crazy. Also has uh, five end zone targets over the last seven games, tied for third. Yeah, I seen that coming. I didn't see these targets coming up, but hey, you gotta can't be right about them all. <laughs> he still can't run around. <laughs> DJ Moore is a start, of course, the auto start. Curtis Samuel, though, how you feel about him? <clears throat> um, don't like Curtis Samuel, man. You know, he's as we all know, he's um, touchdown dependent. Um, Griffin, who he's going to be lined up against, is rated out as at 82, allowing only 25 fantasy points per route. And he just doesn't have the volume that uh, Moore has to overcome a tough matchup. Because uh, over the last seven games, he's averaging six targets compared to 10 with Moore over the last seven. Whew. So you better hope he gets the touchdown. Target is still, I mean, six targets is not bad. It's just... Yeah, but if you get getting on like deep balls that Cal Allen can't connect on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting deep targets, but they're not connecting. He's they're they're using him more in that little trickery running game now. Yeah, he just like literally he's not scoring double digits unless he gets a touchdown. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not okay with that in week 15. Jacob Hollister is a start for me. He is now averaging six targets. Um, in four of the last five games. So I believe that he that's a pretty safe floor for your tight end, especially when the targets coming from Russell Wilson. Wow. It'll keep him safe, but you got to temper because Carolina has been pretty good against tight ends for fewest points allowed. I mean, I I, I just think in, in the grand scape of tight ends, you could, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The target's going to keep him safe. Oh, yeah. I just think it's, it's a lot. It's, it's not a lot of tight ends that I want to start this week, actually. He just happens to be one of them. Wow. OJ Howard is one of them too, believe it or not. Um, we'll get to that later. But the Texans are at the Titans, a 49-point over-under. The Titans are favored by three. Deshaun Watson, of course, the auto start. Ryan Tannehill is a start for me. Um, now out of five of the last seven games, he's posted at least 19 points. So that, that gives you a, 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 the pretty much the, what, the floor? <laughs> 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 Why are you laughing, bro? Is that the floor? Is that the floor or what? That's uh, yeah, yeah, that's his floor. Like if that's what he's That's what I'm saying. That's a safe floor. And he's now rushing. I don't know when he started doing that, but you know what I mean? He was, was he doing that with the Dolphins? Yeah, he's the Russian Miami. No, I don't remember. He doesn't him, seem like a Russian quarterback, but he. He got, he got 19 uh, yards on the ground last week, so that's a good two points. So, and a fucking you know, sick-ass tackle. Did you see him light that damn dude up? Oh, man. man. He should have got some points for that, too. <laughs> for real, bro. Like, he came out of nowhere, too, bro. It was like a clean, technical tackle, bro. Like, I was like, okay. He lined him up. That's what you do if you throw that interception. You, that's what you should do. Hell, yeah. Uh, the, where, uh, Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. I don't know, man. I, I think you just sit both of them. The Titans have a pretty good run defense. I know if you probably got high, you probably just gotta gotta play them, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be an uphill journey, man. Yeah, it's going still getting the volume though. So I think 
Yeah, the volume will save him, but I just think the Titans have, like I've been saying all year, the Titans defense is pretty short. Yeah. Rusty. The run defense, that is. not, And their secondary is all wiped out. So they'll probably be throwing the ball a lot because they have DeAndre Hopkins. They're pretty much out of starting corners at this point. I still think they could be beat on the run in the run game, though. I mean, they're allowing the 11th most to running backs, and it's through 15 weeks. So it's pretty good sample size. It don't be looking like it though if you watch the games. I don't know. I been, when the, who the last tight the last running back? Well, no, don't worry about it. Are you starting Carlos Hyde or Drew Johnson? I, I want mind Carlos Hyde. They're favorites and yeah. no, they're actually they're they're underdogs. Ooh. Now I looked at that line wrong. Yeah, I probably want to start Hyde if I had other I mean, options. I mean, if you have if you have to, you have to, but definitely temper your expectations. Yeah. Don't just look at oh we playing the tight uh, Carlos Hyde playing the tight he's gonna have a good game uh, you know what I mean yeah and with the way Tennessee is playing like if they do get out to a lead which is very possible because Houston going out here getting their ass beat by Denver like so and you know what's coming down that pipeline boy the exactly. big train Derrick Henry Ooh, boy that dude's a motherfucking stud bro hey we need to go back. I hope I hope I wasn't one of them. That all the guys that were talking uh, shit about Derrick Henry not being like good and not wanting to draft him. Yeah, I should have got a little more, man, because I really wanted to rank him higher than I did. Yeah, like, I had like fifteen, to... and then I will just keep lowering them and lowering them to he was like mm-hmm. 19, 20. We definitely got to go back and look at our beginning of the year rankings to see how far. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is a start for me, of course. Like I said, the Titans are out of starting cornerbacks. Um, Dory Jackson, I don't think he's going to play again Sunday. He didn't play last week either. Maybe next week, but I just don't see it this week. Uh, Will Fuller, um, this is what I have. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, this is what I have on my notes. Mm -hmm. Another week, another week with Will Fuller. That's questionable. (laughs) Will He missed last last week with that last-minute scratch, man. I can't trust him that he'll be there, so I don't think he's playing. Yeah, he's dropping. I put, yeah, I didn't put no stats on him because I, I don't think he's going to play. A.J. Brown is a sit for me. Uh, Corey Davis, of course, he's a sit. Jonu Smith is a sit. Dar- Darren Fells <clears throat> or Jordan Atkins, both are sits for me. Mm-hmm. And just to let everybody know, we know A.J. Brown has been a hot commodity. But he's, he glossed over him because... No, like, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I'm going to nah. tell him why he's my sit. <laughs> I'm going to tell him why he's my sit a little bit later. <laughs> See what you did there. A.J. Brown is a sit, even though he's been balling like a motherfucker the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin the surprise for the listeners. The Broncos are at the Chiefs. A 45-and-a-half point over under the Kansas City Chiefs are favored by 11-and-a-half. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. But damn, that line's risen last. It was nine and a half when I uh, did my notes. Yeah, I I, I did this these Thursday. Mm. Yeah, I started. Yeah, this game was my. I did this on my Thursday. This is the Thursday um, line. That's that's a high line. I don't see that. I see Broncos covering that. Uh, Drew Locke is a sit for me. Patrick Mahomes is the start. Hey man, thirteen point nine points. Patrick Mahomes scored last week. That's the just the third uh, time he's scored at le- less than 15 points in his fantasy career. Patrick Mahomes has failed to reach 20 points though the last seven out of eight games. Like, hey, what's up, bro? 
touchdown rate, man. He's hitting that regression that everybody was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. But it, like he's hitting it, and everybody was talking about it. But then, like when it came, like everybody's like, "Oh man," you know what I mean? Yeah, because he started off the year like pretty much where he, he picked up where he left off last year. Like he was beasting the exact same way. Then he got hurt, and since he came back, man, his like his touchdown rate last year was eight point six percent. This year is right at league average at five point four percent. So it's not that he's having a bad year; he's just regressing. He's just being regular. But he's still, <laughs> yeah, he's just he's not Lamar Jackson. That's what he's not. Still, still Mahomes, still top five option, man. Oh, definitely. So I think I think next year it'll be him and uh, Lamar Jackson gonna have a pretty big game. I don't see Lamar Jackson regressing. I don't know how he's gonna regress. Mahomes <laughs> too, bro. Huh? That's what people said about Mahomes too. But no, I didn't. I said Mahomes was going because Mahomes threw fifty touchdowns. Like even if we'll we'll, talk, we'll get to that. Philip Lindsay is a start for me. Uh, the last four weeks, Philip Lindsay has out touched uh, Royce Freeman seventy to thirty two, and the Chiefs are allowing a massive thirty points. Uh, PPR points per game to running backs. That's only the second to the Panthers, who I already mentioned were giving up 32. I think like it's like the difference between like the points or whatever, like 30 points something. Mm-hmm. They are and they are allowing 4.9 yards per carry. So I think Philip Lindsay has a big game. Sony was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you this DV could, could be run on. Watch this. Sorry, yeah. I think the Philip Lindsay, you know, he playing with that tough gritty, you know, what, what you risk Royce Freeman would play with. Yeah, he and he has been getting opportunities, but it doesn't seem like he's like producing like that though. He ain't he ain't hungry, man. You can I feel like every time I see Philip Lindsay run, man, he be running like he like he know he's trying to get a contract because he know he like he ain't supposed to be here. He running. Oh Philip Lindsay though. Huh? Like, average 18 opportunities over the last four weeks. And he does. I mean, he's a start for me too. But it doesn't seem like he's been beasting like he, he hasn't had a lot of good. He hasn't had a lot of good matchups either. Last week he did, and, but he scored a touchdown last week too. Exactly, and he put up twelve on a touchdown. Like I just, it doesn't seem like he's. Like, but, but, but but it just depends on what do you see um, Philip Lindsay as though. He was an RB one last year, and now he's getting. Oh, up. Well, I don't know. Well, well that's I'm, not why I'm looking. I'm tipping my expectations from there. I don't know. Wait, damn. Like, <laughs> oh, so he's getting eight, he's getting eighteen opportunities, about the same amount of touches he was getting last year, and he just hasn't been producing like that. So, yeah. I mean, when he's getting these amount of touches, I expect him to be at least a fringe wide receiver or running back one or a high upside RB two. But I don't know. But he definitely has the opportunity to break out this week though, because I would just I play think- devil's advocate. I got him as like the just like a, a middle and RB two. Wow. That's all I got him as. I, I, if he gets, if he gets, I just know he's gonna get me ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably RB three right there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like that's what he was getting when they were like really splitting touches. I feel like he should be beasting right now. You know, I think it's it's only a matter of time that yeah. positive. It's a great week for him to do it. Yeah. The Chiefs running backs uh, sit all of them. Yep. Cortland Sutton. I think you got to roll him out there. Ah oh, man, that's tough. It's tough. I didn't want. I didn't want to start him last week either. I told somebody not to start him. I think if somebody would ask me personally, uh, start Cortland Sutton or let me see, Cortland Sutton or Bashad Perriman. Oof, Sutton there. 
Cortland Sutton or Kenny Galladay? Galladay against Tampa Bay. Easy money. Cortland Sutton or, or Golden Tate? Probably Sutton. I just I'm I'm kind of scared for Sutton this week. You know he had the down week last week. Um, he still got seven targets, so that's good. Um, but Kansas City's been pretty good against receivers. I don't know if you noticed, but they're allowing the second fewest points to receivers this year. Mm-hmm. And it might just be because they're not passing. Teams are not passing the ball like that against them because they know they could be beat against the ground. So it's not that maybe they are not that good against receivers. Is they're not seeing that much volume because you know you can run on them. So. But they, have, but the numbers say they're second fewest, so might want to temper expectations if you're starting setting this year. Um, my, my expectations definitely temper. I'm not saying like go out and start them like as a lot or anything. But that would be crazy if Drew Lock went out there and just like beasted again. <laughs> but you know, he been beasted, and you know his favorite target might not play. I don't think he's gonna play this Sunday. Uh, no offense. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think the targets could increase, man. Mm-hmm. You know who else I think should have a big game is. Tyreek Hill, uh, Chris Harris Jr. isn't uh, shadowing in any, anymore, uh, and Hill has been quiet too long. 11 catches, but no touchdowns. So I think it's over the last three games. So I think it's only a matter of time before the big game comes, and I think this is the one. You got him anywhere where, you, where you're alive? <laughs> no. Damn. Well, yeah, yeah, I got uh, – I think I got him in a – well, it's not a money league. I'm sorry, but I don't be caring, like, now that I'm out. My, I'm only I'm only in one money league. That's where all my focus is. <laughs> you better hope that you – that your um that non-money league ain't your last league left, bro, because you're you going to be trying them, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Stop drinking, man. Stop talking about my playoff teams. <laughs> Sammy Watkins is a sit for me. Even though he had those eight targets last week, I just – I'm not starting Sammy Watkins. Yeah, you've already said too much about him. Move on. <laughs> you know, I um, already mentioned he probably he left the game last week with a foot injury. That's never good. Um, they have allowed the fifth most points to the uh, fantasy points to the position. That is the uh, the Chiefs. So this will be a great matchup if he was going to be in it because uh, he is Drew Locke's uh, favorite target, which I expect a tight end to be a rookie quarterback's favorite target. But um, yeah. I don't think he plays with a foot injury, but if you in Dynasty, he is a great goal getter. I think you got him in. Don't you got him in Dynasty League? I definitely do. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, <laughs> of course, he is a start. Bucks at the Lions, forty-seven and a half point over under. The Bucks are favored about three and a half. Jameis Winston is a start. Uh, he's cleared to play. <laughs> you see the uh, the article that say he was throwing a tennis ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think Jameis Winston is still going to go out there. Uh, like I say every week, bro, don't watch the game. Uh, even though he is playing against the Lions, uh, it's only three quarterbacks who failed to post at least 18 fantasy points against them. Um, and good news for Jameis Winston owners. Also, the Lions only have five interceptions all year as a defense. So I believe that Jameis Winston has a great game. Yeah. Five interceptions? They've only intercepted the ball five times all year. Okay. So what's the over-under after the week? Ten? Let's put the over-under on ten interceptions they'll have after they play James. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the game. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, it's going to happen, bro. Hey, bro. Well, he'll definitely, oh, they'll definitely have seven by the end of the game. Bro, this dude starts a fucking 
game off with an interception. It seems like every single. That's week. how I know he's gonna have. That's how I know he's gonna give me twenty points, baby. <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> hey, man, I don't even get mad when James Winston start the game with interception no more. I get happy. He be out here oh. playing Madden, bro, in real life. <laughs> That's the best analogy ever. I swear, you know how Madden, bro, you don't be understanding like a player like me. Like I don't understand how to read coverages like that, bro. So if a dude (laughs) across the middle looking wide open, bro, and then that linebacker drops back right where you throw the damn ball, bro, that's exactly what James Winston did on that first interception, bro. Like that shit was just (laughs) hilarious, bro. But all jokes aside, he is still gonna put up points, man. Like last week, he put up 450 yards. Three touchdowns Ooh. and three interceptions, and still had what thirty four points. Yeah, like, yeah, this shit's crazy, bro. I'm telling I'm you. Saying, hey, tell you me you get the, the first play of the game, or in the first possession of the game, he about to have a great game. Don't even watch the game no more. He's gonna be great. Now you're expecting a pick, <laughs> David. <clears throat> before you move on, did you not get a little scared last week when you got that uh, report? Because it seemed like the way they reported it, there was like, <clears throat> has been benched. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I didn't understand because I wasn't watching the game. So I was like, hold on. what? He always throes interceptions. Who, who yeah, what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> why, why stop now? And then we see later on, yeah, it was what his first thumb. Like, damn, bro. Like, this and is then the he first. came back in the game like a champ. Balling. Oh, I still lost. I think I bet a few people, too, that he was going to finish uh, top 12. Look, I'm going to win that one by a landslide. Mm-hmm. How that? How that? Uh, how that? I bet looking Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. You you winning <laughs> by point five? Still close. Okay, still close. I, I know one. I am winning. Then Latavius Murray. Uh, Keenan oh, Murray. I don't know if you're winning that one for sure, bro. I gotta look at the numbers. They can't been doing nothing the last couple weeks. I mean, this Latavius Murray put up like point two two weeks ago. So, man, but I think those those couple weeks he went he went hard enough. Those it was couple real weeks close. Ago. The last time I, I checked it like three weeks ago, that shit was real close. So I haven't checked again, but we'll get back to y'all on that. Uh, David Blow is a no. Donald Jones and Peyton Barber are both no's. Uh, Bo Scarborough is also a sit for me. Um, he's the Bucks are a dominant run defense. They've only allowed three point one yards per carry on the season, which ranks as second only behind the Jets, which is probably first now because Lamar Jackson and the um, Ravens have just ran all over the Jets. Um, so, and he offers you nothing as far as passing. Only one catch for five yards all season. Uh, Chris Godwin is a start. So it all comes down to this, Los. What did you think? Rashard Pierman or Justin Watson? With, of course, Mike Evans being out for the year, he's on the IR. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just think, because they both were used last week. They both scored a touchdown. I just feel like I know what Pierman is. And I don't think he'll, he's really at this stage going to be able to take the top off of the defense like Mike Evans does. I think um, Justin Watson has a little better chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's really it's really anybody's guess right now, man. But if I had to pick, I would just go with Watson just because younger, fresher legs. Um, and I know that he's not Pearman, which is <laughs> receiver pretty much. <laughs> Would you go with Pierman or Demi Amendola? Who? Danny Amendola. Uh, Amendola. Uh, probably Amendola, man. Probably Amendola with uh, Marvin Jones or IR, Tampa Bay being horrible against receivers. I think uh, he definitely should have a safe floor, safer floor than uh, Pierman. All right, so check this out. Demi Amendola 
has seen eight targets in the last two games. That's pretty good, right? Pretty good. Still has not gotten over 35 yards. Wow. That's pretty bad, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> so now, with that being said, because the targets are already there, with Marvin Jones being there or not, would you start Bashar Pyramid or Danny and Amendola? I would still go with Amendola because Marvin Jones played last week, right? No, that's he went out last week. He went out last week? Yeah. He played last week and he just had like an ankle injury or some shit. I thought he went out. That's when the game he went out in. Okay. So, I mean, you can't really count last week then because he was still – he was playing. Like, So, if he's have a full game without Marvin Jones and he's going against the Bucks, I still like him as a better play because the Bucks have just been bleeding points to uh, receivers. They're a funnel defense. That's mm-hmm. me personally. Sound like you got your mind made up, bro, so you need to go with your gut. Don't have me out here. <laughs> Fuck no, you. I take your opinion very lightly. I take your opinion very seriously. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Same, bro. I know, but what I say because I should have listened to you last week when you said Debo. You said Debo, huh? You said Debo last week, didn't you? I said did say Debo, didn't I? Damn. Yeah, I should have went with you. Yeah, I kept going back and forth though. So, but you are you see, you are solid on Danny. I'm gonna ride with you. Yeah. Fantasy yeah. session. Don't fuck me. Pause. Hey yo. Kenny Galladay is a start for me. O.J. Howard is a start for me. The Lions have allowed the fifth most yards per uh, per target to tight ends and a 72.7% uh, catch rate to the tight end position. So I think O.J. Howard probably have a good game with all the targets being – because James Wilson is going to throw the ball. That's what we That's what we do know. So that's why I was thinking Bashar Pyramid. That's facts. It's just who is going to catch it. Yeah, I do. I agree. I like OJ this week. He was already starting to get involved more the last two games. He had at least five targets and 60 yards. Um, but now that Evans is out, man, them targets got to go somewhere. And he is the best option remaining. Like, I know Perriman and Watson could step into that Evans role, but targets could definitely go to OJ now. He could be the main beneficiary. It's going to take one game to really tell. So I kind of would, you know, if I had like a Higby, I would rather start like Higby over him. Um, Jonu Smith, I probably would start over him. Oh, I don't know about that with, one. Uh, with Walker out, Ian Thomas, I probably will start over him because their roles are pretty much defined already. Like, so, but I wouldn't mind it if I don't have any of those options. And OJ, I'm staring at OJ or like a what, like a Mike Jason Seki, Mike Seki. I'll probably start him over Mike Seki. Hmm. All right. I, I think I'm starting him over. Um, who did you say? Over Jonu? Yeah, I'm starting him over Jonu, bro. Wow. Dolphins are at the Giants. 48 point over under. The Giants are favored by three. Ryan Fitz is a start for me, uh, but it depends a lot on if Devontae Parker are playing. Uh, Of course, he went out last game. Him and Albert Wilson, both with concussions. Um, I haven't heard. I know he just signed that contract. I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. I damn Parker, man. About time, bro. That's what's up, man. I'm happy for that guy. And just signed a four-year deal, so he's gonna be the man down there when they get the new quarterback. Uh, well, he he has uh he's uh put in a full practice today. He yeah. was the last two weeks or two days and he uh, practiced full today, so he's still in that five-step protocol, but it's trending in the right direction. Yeah, hopefully they clear him. Eli Manning is a start with uh, Daniel Jones being out with the ankle injury again. The state's uh, report says it's not looking likely that he will start. So Eli Manning is looking like the starter again. I think it's Pat- 
I'm I, I'm starting him against the Dolphins. I don't care who it is. I'm starting him against the Dolphins. Uh, Patrick Liard. Patrick Laird. <laughs> he's, <a good laughs> um, he's getting the touches that you want from a running back. I understand that, but the touches are coming in a Dolphins backfield, and they just are not efficient enough, especially in week two of the playoffs. You probably don't need him if, if you're in the playoffs. So it's whatever. I won't mind him. I don't, I'm cool. Three touches last week. Devontae Freeman or Patrick Liard? Huh? Devontae Freeman or Patrick Liard? Uh, Laird. No way. I mean, against the Giants, I mean, they've been okay against the run, but they're still allowing the 13 most points to running backs. And his, I mean, his receiving floor is really what I like about him. He's got 20 touches, and but really he's playing, you know, he's more used as a receiver. And he's put up double-digit points the last two weeks, so seems legit. Uh, Saquon Barkley is a start for me. Devontae Parker, if he is playing, is a start for me. Uh, Alan Hearns, if Devontae Parker does not play, I like him because the ball got to go somewhere. Um, and he, when Devontae Parker went out last week, he saw the most targets all year, which was eight, and that's the lucky number for uh, wide receivers. So if he Devontae Parker just happens to not play, I would slide Alan Hearns in there, especially against this uh, Giants defense who – as uh, as of today, at, uh, before we started recording, uh, cut John uh, Janoris Jenkins. Call somebody the R word. That's so crazy, bro. bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say yeah, it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. But the <laughs> no, R word, bro. That's that's so. <laughs> bro, I was searching the Twitter. I was like, what is the R word? Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, R word. What the fuck? <laughs> I was trying to find it, but. You know, you can't say that though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's why they cut him. Tell him something the best thing, best news ever. Like, bruh, you were horrible this year, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might get picked up, bro. Don't act like you're just some superstar, bro. That was just in a bad situation, bro. He said anybody gonna want him. That's what he said. Yeah, I mean, he'll get picked up. I, th- I yeah, still bro. think he'll get picked up. But... You think before the playoffs? Um, maybe. That would be crazy. Sterling Shepard is a start. Um, another good matchup this week. He's playing mostly outside with Tate back in the lineup, but the Dolphins give up a lot of their points um, outside. Well, they give up a lot of points everywhere. Uh, but he'll be matched up against Nick Needham, who is PFL has him graded as a 65. Um, I think Eli Manning showed the uh, rapport with Sterling Shepard last week. I don't really think – the Golden Tate catch – yeah, they uh they both they all three were involved. Slayton Slayton had eight targets, Shepard had seven, and Tate had five. Okay. I really think they're all in play. Like if you have either of them and you need a wide receiver three, I want yeah. my temper expectations on Darius Slayton though. Don't don't I know he got that oh. touchdown. No, not not like tempered like that. I'm just saying like it's not don't expect one of those big games again, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I mean, but he got eight targets, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect like, no, I was starting, but I'm just saying, like, don't be like, oh man, why he didn't get me 39 points? Like he's you know what I mean? Yeah. Mike Jaseki is a sit for me. Um, I just can't trust him. Caden Smith is a sit for me, even if you was considering him with because I don't think Evan Ingram is gonna play. Have you seen any news on him? Uh he's trending in the back, uh wrong direction. But I kinda like uh Kasiki, though. Like, he's, his floor is low, but he's still, like you said, he's, he's averaging a little over six targets over the last four weeks. So, the same reason, like, you would play Hollywood. He ain't catching him, though. Huh? 
Not them, them targets ain't as, as efficient as the Russell Wilson ticket uh, targets. True. But, I mean, it fits magic, bro. Come on. Uh, the magic is going to uh, Devontae Parker, clearly. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, Eagles are at the Redskins, 40 and a half point over under. Philly is favored by six. Carson Wentz is the start, even though he doesn't have any wide receivers. I just think the matchup is good, and he showed in the last two weeks that he has a floor of at least 19. Um, yeah, is there any any players you would you would start Carson Wentz over? Mm, give me some names like Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. I would start him over Josh Allen. Kyle Murray. I would start Kyle Murray. Um, Eli Manning. Eli Manning, ooh. Damn, I'll probably start him over Eli. I'm worried, though, man, because Jeffrey, with Jeffrey on IR now, I'm kind of worried. Yeah, I, I am worried, but I just Correct. think, I think just, though, you know where the ball's going to go now. That's yeah, what I have with me. Huh? To Ertz. You already know. I think Ertz and Gollard are both starts for me this week. Um, the Redskins are allowing the ninth most fantasy points to tight ends and the tight ends. Um, are basically wide receivers now because they don't have none. They were targeted 18 times combined last week. So um, you, you know where the ball is going. Um, yeah. Gardner's averaging uh, seven targets a game over the last four, too. So definitely, his floor should definitely be safe this week. Ooh, tight end premium. <laughs> uh, Eagles, no wide receivers, like I said. So don't even think about rolling. In. Well, you're in the playoffs, so. Don't but the wide receivers have been crushed lately. But don't pick up any eagle wide receiver off the bench and say this is a good matchup. I'll play him. No. But what about uh Boston Scott? What you think about him? <sighs> I don't know, man. I think he last week. He look. I mean, he looked. I, I'm not saying he didn't look good. I'm saying as far as Miles Sanders is just. I don't know who's. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, it touches. I you know what it is in Philly. It's committee city. That's what I'm saying. I think I, I still I still feel strongly about Miles Sanders. I think you can still roll him out there. Yeah, definitely. Just because of the targets he's going to get. Yeah, and Boston Scott could have got a lot more tick last week because they were trailing a lot that game, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe like for DFS or if you're just in a deep league that needs like a flex option, a double. you're in a double flex league. <laughs> I wouldn't mind him because he saw 16 opportunities and put up 128 scrimmage yards and a touchdown last week. This is true. This is true. So, looks pretty good. What about Adrian Peterson? Don't like AP this week. You don't? Nah, with guys out. I mean, oh, like, no, 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 I don't like ADP. I don't. I'm not. I don't like Adrian Peterson either. I like Chris Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would pick Chris Thompson because um, you don't. You can't really run against the Eagles. They're allowing the six fewest to running backs. And Thompson, it, on the other hand, got eight targets last week and led the team in snaps. Mm-hmm. So, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, I like him this week. Wide receiver three. Um, of course, he's way more volatile with Haskins on the center. But the matchup, I feel like it's just too good to overlook. He's going to be matched up with Ronald Darby. Grading out as a 46 on PFF, allowing a 65% catch rate and allowing almost a half a fantasy point per route. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't start him, bro. He, he's had only four catches over the last nine games. He's only this, huh? You see what Slayton did to this defense last week? I mean, I just is, Eli Manning is better than Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, but he ain't had to like he was running wide ass open. Like Dwayne Haskins, so he's, he's volatile, definitely. 
I think you're just hoping for a touchdown or a big play, like you said. No. Can happen, man. The Browns are at the Cardinals, a 47-and-a-half point over under. The Browns are favored by two-and-a-half. Baker Mayfield is a start only because the Cardinals are the worst defense in the league, literally. Yep, most points to quarterbacks. Kyler Murray is a start. Um, I think he gives you a safe floor if he runs the ball. The Browns have allowed a lot of yards on the route, on the ground to running backs, but that is due to Lamar Jackson mostly. Um, Kyler Murray has rushed for just 30 yards in the last two games com- combined, so that is a little worrisome. Um, but, yeah, I think you can still roll them out there. Yeah. I agree. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Oh, I think you can start both of them. Um, Nick Chubb is still producing. He's still getting the carries. I just don't understand why – Freddie Kitchens is allergic to giving him the ball in the red zone. I just, I don't know. I want to say he got a red zone carry last week. But they uh, either caught it back or he just didn't get in. Something happened. No, no, they gave it to Kareem Hunt, got a touchdown last week. Yeah, he got one. I'm just saying, I think uh, Chubb got one too. He either didn't convert or he got a call back or some shit. I might have been before, but. I wasn't watching that game fully, so I don't know. Yeah, Chubb's still an all-star, though, and Hunt is definitely a flex play. Mm-hmm. He's still looking good out there, averaging 12 touches since returning five weeks ago. And mm-hmm. Arizona could be beat on the ground, allowing the 14th most. Ken Drake and David Johnson. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Can't say hey, that. People are no. so mad at David Johnson. Probably what? You just felt like, dang, I could wish least got a little warning or something, bro. This dude literally just fell off a cliff. Man, that run will forever go down in history. Yep. Um, are you starting either of them, though, bro? Don't like either of them. Um, Drake, he's still a lead back, so if you had to start one, it's probably him. But Edmonds came back last week. He didn't get much snaps, but just the fact that he was getting snaps last week is worrisome. Um, and Cleveland is about the middle of the road, so they can't be beat on the ground. It's just he's too volatile for me to trust in the playoffs. OBJ. OBJ, man. If you can't start him this week, you need to drop him, bro. How many times we going to say that, man? Huh? How many times we going to say that, man? Yeah, I know, but I mean, Patrick Peterson has been horrible. He needs to take find some more steroids or something because <laughs> – Definitely. 50 rate, uh, rated out as a 50 on PFF. 82% catch rate, bro. If, that's he, don't, t- if he don't have um, steroids, he, he that's crazy. He's, he's fooled us. It's wild, bro. Jarvis, I think the only difference between OBJ and Jarvis Landry is the touchdowns. Think so? Yeah, I think Jarvis Landry has a lot of that, um, that touchdown deodorant, like we like to call it on him. And, and that and that's why people are. But I think OBJ is going to rise to the top next year because I don't think they're going to trade him. Because like I always say, Cream does rise to the top, and OBJ will come back to be an OBJ next year. But it's just Jarvis Landry year this year. Yeah, it did take Landry a year. It seemed like to get that chemistry down with Baker Mayfield. So it definitely could be. And they had, and, and you know, OBJ got the um, sports hernia. Yeah, but Landry's legit, man. He's. As of now. Oh, yeah. Start, start, start Jarvis Landry. Yeah, leading the targets, leading the team in targets since week eight with a 67, and a Arizona is allowing the most points to slot receivers. So, 
about the ball. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Like Christian, he, yeah, I like Christian Kirk this week. He's as a wide receiver three, uh, high in wide receiver three, low in two. Because just off the targets, he's leading the team in targets since returning from injury in week eight. Uh, Greedy Williams ranked as a 53, but he's not going to be shot on him. So we'll see some Denzel Ward, too. So just got to temper a little bit. But definitely think he's startable. Just off the volume alone. Mm-hmm. Jags, are, anybody else from that game? I don't want to start anything else in that game. Uh, Nope. David Njoku was back, and then he left. Yeah, I know, man. And he's playing yeah. Arizona this week. That sucks. The Jags are at the Raiders, a 45-and-a-half point over under. The Raiders are favored about six-and-a-half. Garner Minshew, I think he could be streamable depending on if D- DJ uh, Chark plays this week. Uh, have yeah. you heard any news no. on him? Rolled out. Ooh. Yeah. D.D. Westbrook. So, I think you got to sit Garner Minshew then. Yeah, I agree. Derek Carr is a sit for me. Leonard Burnett is an auto start. DeAndre Washington, I think you start him. If Jacobs is out. If Jacobs, I think he got ruled out, bro. No, nah, he didn't get ruled out yet. He's practicing. Um, he's trending in the right direction. They didn't they didn't uh say specifically like if he will play or not. They're like mm-hmm. kind of left him doubt. So you really gotta keep, you know, watching the reports and stuff, but a report just came out. He said he's planning to play. Exactly. So, it's, it's that's scary though, man. I don't uh, want to start him. With Jacobs? Mm-mm. If he starts, if he plays, man, I'm I gotta play him. This matchup is too good. In the playoffs, bro. In matchup, it's matchup, bro. He's been a beast though. Yeah. And the matchup is good. So like, his I mean, shoulder is crap. Options in the league, I got him. I do got mm-hmm. a lot, so I can't play it safe, but. I went against Lamar Jackson, so I, I kind of need my best players on the field. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need the most upside possible. Exactly, bro. Chris Conley is a start for me now that DJ um, Chark is out. Yeah, like the Conley, kind of. Kind of. I like D.D. Westbrook. Um, I don't like D.D. Westbrook. I don't know. I like him. I wrote, my, I, wrote my, I wrote it up as if DJ Chark was going to play. Yeah. But LaMarcus Joyner has been dominant over the last – Four games uh, guarding the slot wide receivers, allowing seven catches for 46 yards and no touchdowns. Interesting. Who do you go against, you know? So, Boy, probably one. Huh? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, that's what I'm saying. He shut down Tyler Boyd. How you feel? So, what do you think? I mean, with of course, the volume. I still like Westbrook, though. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Are we recording? Are we recording? Yeah. Yeah, we record. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I, still like, I still like Westbrook because um, I just think he's going to be leaned on more with Chark out. Um, in the last four games, like you mentioned, like that's a good stat, but the last four games, Tyler Boyd was the only one that they really faced that was a threat, and I think that was the game afterwards where Boyd came out and, you know, demanded more targets because I think he only got like one target that game. Yeah. So. And I think Andy Dalton played the next game too. Yep. Tyrell Williams is a sit for me. Yeah. He scores yeah. fewer in five of the last six games. He's droppable. Yeah, that touchdown deodorant is showing. He must be now, bro. Yes, bro. Darren Waller, start. Yep. Rams are at the Cowboys, a 48-point over-under. 
the Dallas Cowboys are favored by one. It's probably just a toss up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Goff. Uh, the Cowboys are a top ten uh, pass defense. Um, I like golf in plus matchups. He just hasn't shown it to me in, in not plus matchups, so I can't start him. I don't know. I like you in a two QB league. Yeah, I kind of like him this week because, like know. Dallas, over the year they've been good, but the last two weeks they haven't been. Thirty points to Jabisky last week. Twenty three and a half to Allen over the last two weeks. Are they plan to get in the playoffs. You know, yeah, I know, but still, you got to look at the matchup. Like they gave uh, up three points. Trubisky and almost 24 to Allen. It's a bigger sample size over the year. So Jared Goff or um, bum, 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 Carson Wentz. Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff getting that confidence back last week too, man. They Jared were, Goff or Eli Manning. Goff. Jared Goff or Tannehill. Tannehill, definitely. Uh, I just think that they, they've given up, bro. It seems like I ain't taken away from their talent or anything. They don't have injuries. But if you watch that game last week, mm-hmm. like, literally gave up against Chicago. And uh, what's his face is still there? The coach, um, Jason Garrett. Garrett's still there, old clapping ass. So I, I like think that I think, but, but bro, I think um, the Eagles losing probably gave him a little bit more of hope, bro. Maybe, man. I just think they don't like Jason Garrett, bro. Yeah, I don't like Jason Garrett at all. Right. You can tell he's just not – he's done, bro. His days are numbered. Yeah, pretty much. Unless he takes these boys to the Super Bowl. Yeah, not happening. Dak Prescott is a sit for me. Um, It's going to be a rough matchup. 61.8% completion rate. Ranks as seventh best. Uh, 6.7 yards per attempt. Ranked as fifth. And 3.8% uh, touchdown rate ranks his 10th best. He just doesn't run the ball enough. I don't know why he, they don't run. Brad, did you just say Dak was a sit? I, I'm sitting him. I think he got better options. Number three quarterback on the year? I think it's better options, bro. Ooh, that's going to be a rough matchup. Friend. Okay, let me say, okay, not sit. Let me say temporary expectation. Because uh, he's, I mean, even in the games they get their ass beat, man, he's throwing the ball, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. Temper your expectation. Don't sit. Yeah, can't sit the number three quarterback right now. Thanks for correcting me, bro. No problem, bro. <laughs> um, everybody, uh, let me make sure. Well, let, let's just go through. Ty Gurley, start. Zika Elliott, start. Temper your expectations. Uh, Cooper Cup, start. Robert Woods, start. Brandon Cook, sit. Yep. Amari Cooper. What's up? Yeah, still starting on that, man. Is he injured? I don't know. Is he not? Is he injured? Is he playing? I mean, he's still been bought. Like, last week he bought out. Yeah. I'm starting him this week. I'm starting him. He'll be matched up against – I'm just saying he'll be matched up against probably Jalen Ramsey all week. Question two before we move on. You know, Cup only played 29% of the snaps last week. Does that kind of raise a red flag for you? Yeah, but I can't. I can't. I can't yeah, he's uh six targets, um, over the last three after averaging ten and a half over the first eight. Seems like they're using more t- two tight end sets since their mm. um, offensive line is so bad. And they're running more power, more power with Ty Gurley. Yeah, and uh, Josh Reynolds, they say is the best blocker. That's why he's been playing over him. 
That will that will suck, man. If they keep keep that trend moving forward, because I got Cooper Cup in the league too. Shit, what's up? Me too. Me too. That's why. I, that's, don't, say that, bro. don't say it. Why would you even say that? Every, sir, people got Cup, bro. Didn't you notice? Yeah, we do. We yeah. we, we want to start him, so don't yeah. come and talk about the negative. Still starting him, but you just gotta keep it in mind, man. For sure. That's why we the best podcast around. Is there? Um, but like I said, yeah, Amari Cooper, Jalen Ramsey, still got to start him, but temporary expectations. Michael Gallup, though, uh, I think he's still a start um, with that. Uh, the volume he's getting just gives him a reliable floor now. Mm. Tyler Higby, how you feeling? Uh, if Everett's out, I'm, I'm rolling him out there again. 18 targets over the last two weeks, and uh, Dallas is beatable against tight ends. They're allowing the 10th most. Big thanks. Uh, the Falcons. Falcons right. rise up. What they not going to do? <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons are at the 49ers. Draft pick. Yeah, man, hey, we need to keep losing We're so not. we can get these draft picks. Like Dan Quinn think he's going to be coaching here next year. John. Exactly, bro. That's the win. Like, if oh, bro. If we win, it's going to make me so sick because they're going to keep Dan Quinn. No, bro, don't say that shit, bro. I'm telling you, if they if they win to if they win Sunday, Dan Quinn is not going anywhere because Arthur Blank doesn't. Arthur Blank loved Dan Quinn. He took him to the Super Bowl. Like oh. they want to keep them there, but oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, this is not a Falcon podcast. The Falcons are at the 49ers at 47 and a uh, 47 point over under the San Francisco 49ers are favored about 11. Uh, I don't know. I think that that's a little too high too, bro. How you how you think? Yeah, I mean they are um, in San Francisco, so that could play a part. Yeah, but, but Julio said- has been removed from the uh, injury report, and Devontae Freeman has been removed from the injury report. But who has been placed on it, huh? Yeah, it's a, the defense for San Francisco is banged up, so mm-hmm. it's definitely the over could definitely probably hit on this, and that I mean I think they can definitely keep it close. I think for- they can cover. I think they could cover. Yeah, I think they can cover, but I wouldn't bet on them, motherfuckers, if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, but I'm starting. Are you starting Matt Ryan? Oh, boy, man. That's tough, bro. That's tough. With those injuries reported, with, with Richard Sherman, right? Yeah. He's not uh, going to play. That's facts. They do have a lot of injuries. Ford is not going to play. D4 is not going to play. And, and then what do you, what do we say? And like, what, five starting – Players on the uh, San Francisco's 49ers defense not going to play? Yeah. Yeah, I want mine this week. I would start him over Dak. I know that. Ooh, boy, that's bold. Hot take, hot take. Ooh. We got to come up. We got to come up. But I know you probably don't have too many other options, so I want mine. We got to come up with, like, some kind of a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a buy or sell or something. Like, I buy... Matt Ryan outscoring that Prescott. Book it. We got a, like a segment called Bookets. Yeah. Coming uh, to a podcast near you. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been balling out last. He has week. been balling. He has been balling. And he had a pretty tough schedule, too. But you know, it's that it's that revenge factor. That's 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 why I'm scared, man. You know, the Falcons are playing the old coach that left him, Kyle Shanahan. Sure. You know the Falcons could. You, you never know when they're gonna play good defense. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. Yeah. But. So 
it's just we'll you know, see, man. But I like still starting though. I was still starting. I like him. Second most uh, ATL line, second most, and he's been a top five QB option over the last four weeks. As long as twenty nine and a thirty one point game in that span. Nice. Nice. As long as Sanders is playing. Yes, like Sanders this week too. I love Sanders this week. I think Desmond Trufant has been uh, put up placed on the IR, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yep. Yeah, I got Sanders as going because um, he plays about half his slot, um, half his uh, snaps in the slot, half on the outside. So he's gonna be matched up with either Bleedy Ray Wilson or Kendall Sheffield, and they're allowing a combined 73% catch rate. And Sanders it looks like he's 100% healthy after what he did to the Saints last week. So start Sanders. Anybody named Bleedy Ray Wilson should not be on 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 the team. Yeah, definitely. He's so trash, bro. Um, <clears throat> Russell Gage, you like him? Not really. I don't like the I don't like the floor he gives you. I don't think he can roll him out there, especially in the playoffs. Julio Jones is an auto start, of course, but I think he has a good game, especially with uh, Richard Sherman being out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a tall task for to as. Um, DJ Reed to cover Julio. Yeah. Even though the defense is supposed to be, you know, is the top deep, not supposed to be, but they are one of the top defenses. But I just think with, with Richard Sherman being out, the defense is going to look a lot different. Please, Julio. Please, bro. We need you, bro. Oh, bro. No. Not he even for just the Falcons. Boom through for the fantasy he's been, football. He's been, like, not doing that good like lately, bro. He hasn't scored a touchdown since. That's the only thing. He hasn't scored a touchdown. I know. I know. Fact, that's the regular Julio. I mean, that, I mean, you gotta fit. That's Julio. I know. God damn. <laughs> but you know who you can be happy about, and I know you can be. Who that? Raheem most must start. He Raheem must most. start. Damn. Do you remember back in what was that like week two, bro? Mm-hmm. When uh, Coleman got hurt, and I was saying like, why ain't nobody talking about Mostert? Like, mm-hmm. play? like this dude has been producing every chance he's got this year, man. It's the definition. You said what? It was saying it's the definition how we say cream rising to the top. Yeah, man. He's finally starting to get noticed by the coaches. I'm sure everybody saw what Shanahan said about how he's pretty much forcing them to make him the lead back, bro. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's uh, last, what is it, the last couple weeks, he's leading the team in snaps. Opportunities with 16 and a half. And he's leading all running backs in the league with seven and a half yards per carry. And fourth in the league in points per touch. Dude is balling, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I love I, him this week. Yeah. He's not a lot. Up. I'm still kind of scared, to be honest, though, because it's still San Fran, and they're going to use other backs. But hopefully he just this trend continues. And if it does, I think he's going to produce this week. I think they are, too. Um, Devonta Freeman is somebody who I need to produce this week. Um, I think you have to temper your expectations. Uh, the 49ers are allowing the second fewest points per opportunity um, in the league to running backs. That's it's pretty it's pretty bad. But they they haven't been as dominant over the last uh, few weeks, uh, allowing 4.29 yards per carry on the year uh, through opponents who have been able to stick to the run. That's with like at least 19 carries a game, and I think Devontae Freeman can get 19 touches. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I, I like the floor. Um, let me see. Anybody else from that game? Debo Samuel. Yes. Start him. Yes. Yes. Five straight yes. games with double digit 
um, half PPR points and is the wide receiver 11 in that span. Going against Isaiah Oliver this week, and he's allowing a 68% catch rate and graded out as a 56 on PFF. Hey, Debo, when you listen to this, um, I'm sorry for not starting you last week, bro. Austin Hooper, um, I think you definitely – you want to start Austin Hooper, of course, because he's locked into those six targets. It was disappointing last week, but I think it was just um, his first week back, so I don't I don't think you can blame him last week. Like I said, I, I didn't start him last week. I started um, I started somebody over him. I can't remember. I'm not in the playoffs anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've seen Jared Cook um, explode pause on the 49ers last week, so – I think Austin Hooper could have a good game. Yeah, I agree. He's a start for me. Uh, George Kittle uh, is a monster, of course. <laughs> he had a broken ankle three games ago. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the Vikings are at the Chargers, a 44-and-a-half point over-under. The Vikings are favored about two-and-a-half. Kirk Cousins, whew, I think you can start him. Just because he's been, I don't know, I don't know. Because we seen last week when that when they want to run the ball, that that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. So, and the one QB leagues, I'm looking for other options. Yeah, one QB leagues definitely. Uh, Two QB leagues, I think you can roll him out there because he has a safe floor, and I, and Adam Thielen is expected to play this Sunday, so I think that definitely opens up the offense a lot more. And uh, Stefan, with that being said, I think Stefan Diggs uh, has a good game. I don't think Adam Thielen does. Uh, I don't think that's not saying Adam Thielen can't score a touchdown, but I just don't think, you know, what I'm saying he's going to come back after what? How many games has it been? What four, three, four games? Yeah. And have a big game. You know what I mean? Next week, I like Adam Thielen, but this week, I think you got to temper your expectations and expect uh, Stefan Diggs to have a big game now that he won't be receiving that number one coverage that he's been receiving since he's been out. Oh, no, nah, Diggs always been getting the number one coverage, though, bro. Because, you know, Thielen's been in the slot for most of his career. Even this year, he's still been getting, like, the most, like, the number one corner. But, you know, they have – but this year, remember, in the beginning of the year, they were moving um, Adam Thielen to the outside. We were Everybody were mad because he wasn't in the slot no more. Yeah, but he was still getting majority of the tough matchups out Diggs. But I think it's – okay, I agree. I just think it's easier to move Stefan Diggs around more. Mm-hmm. with Adam Thielen on the field. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Phillip Rivers. Oh, no. Start him. I said too much. Dalvin Cook is a start. Um, You got to, you got to temp. I don't think you can temp your expectations because, but the, I just want to say the Chargers are good, especially with um Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa being out there. They run their rush defense. Race pretty high on the year. Um, they have it been only three running backs to total 18 carries against them, but each of them have finished as a top eight on the week. So if Dalvin care, if Dalvin can um, hopefully, they, what's the over under for this game? Um, I got 44. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't I'm not know. worried about. I'm not worried about Gordon though, man. 20, 21 opportunities over the last five games. So that floor is going to be safe. Who? Gordon? That who you talking about? Oh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Now, I was talking about – I was. it don't matter. I was talking about Devont, uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, my fault. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not worried about that matchup either, man. Dalvin Cook, he's going to be using the passing game. 
and he's a monster this year. So, not thinking overthinking. Austin Eckler. Same with him. He's still getting touches, and he's still a RB one man. So he's he's his role is safe. I think Keenan Allen is safe as a wide receiver two this week. I, I just I don't. He's, he just hasn't had them touchdowns as as you would like to see. Um, he had one a week before, though. Yeah, but he's been all right this year. Yeah, over the last four games, he's been coming on. Um, he had five catches for 68 yards over the last four games. But he just need, like I said, the, the touchdowns are what you're looking for. Uh-huh. Um, Mike Will made it. How do you feel about him? He finally scored uh, a touchdown last week. Hey, alert. Positive regression. Alert, alert. alert. Are you starting this week? Uh, yeah, I like him this week, too. Trey Waynes is who he's going to be guarding. Um, Trey Waynes is great as a 57, allowing a 67% catch rate. And the Chargers are allowing the second most points. Or not the Chargers. The um, the Vikings are allowing the second most points to wide receivers lined up on the right. Cal Rudolph is... Uh, I got to sit him, especially with uh, Derwin James being back for the Chargers. That's a big thing. That's a big reason why I think he got uh, – he, he is a game changer for the Chargers defense. Um, Rudolph, back. Huh? And Dillon's back too, so you know his, his targets are going to go down. Exactly. That was exactly what I was about to say. You read my mind. On to the next. Hunter Henry is a start, of course. But I don't know, but, but the, the the targets have, have, are not, have not been there. He's seen just seven over the last two, so he's not as elite as he w- once was, you know what I mean? But he's, he's still, uh, as as far as tight end, you can still start him. Yeah. He has 10-plus po- points in four of his last five. That's what I'm saying, but he used to be like, I'm saying like a Travis Kelsey type, you know what I'm saying, like an upper escalonge type tight end. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he he. I think he's regressed. Well, you know what I mean? Jafel, Jafel. Uh, Buffalo Bills are at the Steelers, a 37-point over-under. Wow. That's so gross. That's that's they, flex, they literally chose to flex this game to Sunday night. Yeah, that's – I don't know how to do that. Why would you pick this one? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I get <laughs> – the hell? <laughs> I've seen other games. I, I, yeah. I mean, everybody does it play fantasy football, clearly. I don't know why not. <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, so, Nerds. man, so with the great white hope number two, I don't know if you can start them against. Oh, man, I hate the playoffs. <laughs> because, like, all or nothing. All or nothing. What, what's up? Do you roll the dice and put them out there over Tannehill? Uh, no, not over Tannehill, bro. I really like Tannehill this week, boss. But I really like he has a great matchup this week. Um, it's not a lot of players I would play over Tannehill, to be honest. All right. Josh uh, Allen or Dak Prescott? Dak. Josh Allen or who is that Prescott playing? Um, the Rams. Golf. Yeah, golf. Probably golf. Yeah, I Man, yeah. I, honestly, I thought he was matchup proof until last week, bro. Yeah. He put up 10.7 against them. It was a tough matchup, but, you know, he just didn't run like that, I guess. So, and then this is another tough matchup. Steelers have been playing on fire lately, and they're allowing the six fewest points to quarterback. So, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that was a great trade, man. Great trade. 
Delvin uh, Hodges, of course. I don't think you can start him. Nope. Uh, Devin Singletary. Uh, I'm starting him this week, too. Tough matchup, I know. But he is averaging 22 opportunities and uh, 111 scrimmage yards over the last three games. Mm-hmm. So the volume should be there, man. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a in five out. of the last six games. Yeah, it's going to be a grinded out type game. So, I mean, the scoring opportunities might not be there, but I think his floor should be safe. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, those scoring opportunities are just something. Like, they put Frank Gore in on the goal line last year. Yeah, they do. Last, last week. They do. That's they still, yeah, they, they've been doing that a lot. Like, since Singletary's been, like, have taken over. Like, they're still mm-hmm. using in the goal line, so. Like, why? Like, they, they think he's too small or what? I don't know. Coach is weird. Not caring about our fantasy teams. But. <laughs> James <laughs> Conner is, uh, is supposedly black. Do you trust him this week? Uh, yeah. It's a tough matchup against the Bills, too. They're allowing the 19th most. So about middle of the road, really. But he is tied for 11th. Overall, among running backs with 14 half PPR points per game. So James Conner? Yeah, when he's been healthy, he's averaging 14 but points. I understand that. But the last time James Conner was quote-unquote healthy, he went out after one play or whatever it was. Yeah, that's true. But he he took, like, what, two or three games off since then? So I would expect that he's going to be 100% if he's coming back now. Seemed like he rushed it back last time, but. You got to roll him out there if you got him. You've been waiting on him to come back, so go ahead and start him. I just hope he does it. Like you said, it's this low over-under. is going to be a grounded out. Hopefully he gets in the end zone. Yeah. They'll probably lean on him, actually, with Devin Hodges being there. They've been waiting to do that. Yeah. John Brown is a – he's a sit for me. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley is a – Huh? I would start Cole Beasley um, just because I think John Brown has, even though Beasley does have a tough matchup, but uh, I think he's going to be like the security blanket, man. He scored a touchdown in three straight games. I know you can't depend on that, mm-hmm. but he is averaging 7.6 targets over the last three games also. So, Yeah, he scored at least nine uh, PPR points in 11 out of the 13 games. So it's just, it's a, the floor is very stable. Yeah. And the last two was tough matchups too. So yeah, yeah. It looks like that's where he goes because you know John Brown is going to be one of the more of the deep or down the field guy, and he's not able to get down the field as much against the, in these tougher matchups. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster is officially out for Sunday, so James Washington is a start. Still, yeah. your expectations though, because the uh, Bills defense are elite. Um, Hold on, but you got us to start Deontay Johnson? No, no, I said James Washington. Oh yeah, I really, I don't, I don't want to start either of those guys though, to be honest. I think, I think, but people, I mean, it's it's a barren uh, landscape right now with all these top wide receivers being out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I definitely wouldn't start Deontay Johnson. He's no, gonna I'm be definitely not starting Deontay Johnson. Gonna be shadowed by Tre'Davious White. Mm-hmm. Um, and just overall, Buffalo's allowing the fifth fewest points to wide receivers, so. You have to James Washington if you had to pick one, maybe, but I'm looking for other options. Yeah. Dawson Knox. Nah. It's not a lot of tight ends that I want to start this week. I just don't think the targets are consistent enough. 
and he's not even being uh, a big red zone target either. So I just don't think you can trust him in the playoffs. Wow. Um, the Colts, all your hold on, we got to do it. It's Monday Night Football, the last game, baby. Oh yeah, ready? That's on football. A Monday Night Party. Yeah. The Colts are at the Saints. The Aints. A 46-point over under the Saints are favored by nine points. Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he came through last week, boy. I told yeah, you. he did. He did exactly <laughs> what he was supposed to do. Yep. And it's another plus matchup, too. But Paris Campbell got hurt. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really making no difference anyway, though. That is true. And, and yeah. I'm going to set this week. Yeah, I like him. I think that floor is very safe. Yeah, they're allowing the 10th most points to quarterbacks and they're heavy underdogs, so expected to throw a lot. The Saints have allowed multiple touchdowns to a quarterback 10 out of 13 games this year. Yep. Uh, Drew Brees is a – I think he's a star. I don't, I don't like Drew Brees. This – this week, though, man, I'm kind of – it might be one of those weeks where his ceiling's not up, you know. So That's you what I'm saying. That ceiling is very capped this week. And I just – I think people start him just because his name is Drew Brees. Yeah. Uh, um, Home 10-point favorite. Like, there might be a lot a lot of running in this game. Yeah. But, you know, I think – and he's riding high off of what he did last week against the, the 49ers, though. I think after that, you can't, you can't sit him 349 mm-hmm. yards and five touchdowns, like – and a rush, and he ran for one, a quarterback sneak for one, whatever. Oh. I, 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 it's it's going to be hard to to to, to not uh, – so Drew Brees or Dak Prescott? Um, Dak Prescott. Mm. Man, I don't know. Why do you say that, though? Just game script, projecting the game, get what I think the game script's going to be. I just don't think that Brees is going to need to throw that much. But they allow 69.2% uh, completion uh, completion rate. Now, if it turns into a shootout, then, yeah, give me Breeze. But they're 10-point favorites. Yeah. They're not, I just don't see them running, like, or passing the ball. I think, I think, I think you, might catch one of the, you might catch the Colts coming out there and slowing the clock down like they did against the um, – That'd be even worse then. Yeah, that would be crazy. So either I just – yeah. I mean, if I'm picking up between those two, yeah, I would go with Prescott. But like I'm not sitting Breeze though. Like I after last week, yeah. he's still Breeze. Like I'm still on playing, but just gotta temper expectations. I feel like this week. Yeah, I was streaming last week when like if I was starting him last week, it was because I was streaming him. But now I think you back in that you gotta start him thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Marlon Mack. <laughs> the Mack. <laughs> um, I don't think you can start him against. Well, if you got him, you probably have to start him. I just think you temper your expectations against this um, Saints defense, even though a positive is that they did uh, lose Marcus Davenport for the year and Sheldon Rankins. So, mm-hmm. but like you said, what, what scares me though, like you said, that 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 over under. Yep, and he's not using the passing game. So, oh shit, my fault. He's not using the passing game. So if they fall behind, like it's projected to be, like he's not going to be used. Mm-hmm. Game scripted out. Alvin Kamara. Damn, bro. Sorry, man. <laughs> that what you get for trusting the Saints, bro. That is exactly what I get. But and he's gonna have a great game this week, I bet. Uh, yeah. Watch that. T- watch that touchdown regression hit. <laughs> it's gonna happen. 
And it's going to suck because Boone got Kamara too. <laughs> exactly. They're allowing 142 PPR points through the air, which ranks as the 12th highest in the league. But I just he don't score touchdowns no more. So that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Even last week though, he he got like two goal line carries and he didn't yeah, get in. And that's he didn't when get I, in. that's when Breeze had to rush it in. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And I feel like they'll give the ball to Latavius Murray now. Yeah, he's been getting a lot. He's, yeah, he's he's got his role. And he looked pretty good last week, too. Mm-hmm. Zach Pascal, um, I think you can definitely start him. He's he literally the only person there. Uh, but uh, he'll see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. So I think if you think you got to temper your expectations. But if you got him, I think – what do you think? I don't want to tell people. I mean, because they're heavy, they're heavy role underdogs, so they're going to have to throw the ball, like I keep saying. So I think he's going to get enough volume. He's averaged nine and a half targets over the last two weeks, too. So, And I think he gets into the end zone. So the hot uh, – one of the hot picks up, pickups of the week, Marcus Johnson. How do you feel about him? Oh, he was a hot pickup? That's what a lot of people said. A lot of – I listened to this week and people were picking up Marcus Johnson. He looked pretty good on tape when I watched that game over. But I'm not – like DFS type play for me. I'm not – I wasn't really considering him. Okay. Michael Thomas, of course, you're going to start him. Uh, Trey Quinn Smith. I, 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 he's yeah. been on as of late, but I don't think you can trust him. Exactly. So, uh, Jack Doyle. Doing rules. He disappointed last week, two catches for 27 yards on six targets um, against the Bucks, who everybody was expecting him to, you know what I'm saying, go off. At least I was. <laughs> <laughs> but we, what we, um, but we seen um, George Kittle do it last week for uh, catching six for sixty-seven and a touchdown. Yeah. They only faced four tight ends who have seen more than five targets in the game, and each were able to finish tight end eight or better. So he's definitely going to see more than five. So I definitely think you can roll him out there. I like it. Jared, uh, <clears throat> Jared Cook, is he going to play? I don't, I don't I know. It's still, he it's did still. practice in full Friday. Yeah. If he plays, though, I'm starting him. Okay. Yeah. That uh, apparently, you remember when we was talking about him last week and when we was like, I don't know why people hate uh, Jared Cook. Yeah. He's <laughs> and been, then he goes oh. off to two touchdowns and then get hurt. That's how you get hurt. Yeah. But hey, at least he uh, provided his owners with uh, a great day before going out. That's what I'm saying. That's how you get hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is how you're gonna get hurt on my fantasy team. You give me two touchdowns, and you go out on your and you go out with the touchdown. I can't get that. Like Bane said on uh on on a Dark Knight shit. <laughs> Let me get this shit, and then you can die. Then you have <laughs> <laughs> the starts of the week. Bum, 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 bum. Who is your start of the week? Go ahead. You've been talking about him all episode. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I started the week. Um, he is, if you haven't, um, if you didn't know, he's ranked third among quarterbacks in points per game since he took over in week seven. And he's also getting a cake matchup this week with Houston allowing the third most points to quarterbacks. So he's in a great spot. 50, I want to say that's the highest over under at 50 points. So you know a lot of points are going to be scored. Tannehill, start of the week. I like it. Tyler Lockett is my start of the week. Um, I'm going off the strength of he has four games, you know what I'm saying, bad, ugly games after the injury, but he's finally back healthy, and he played a full dose of snaps last week, 
So that was his first time playing a four-dose snap. So he's going to play a four-dose snap this week. And I don't think Russell Wilson has two bad weeks in a row. I think he goes to his reliable target. He's going to be facing uh, Ross Cockrell in the slot. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his last name. So who cares? He is graded as a 59 overall. I think this is the week that Tyler Lockett um, has a bounce-back week. And you're going to be happy that you start him. I hope so, man. Please, fantasy gods. <laughs> Who is your sit of the week? My sit of the week, I'm going with John Brown. Hurts to say this, man, because, you know, he was he was one of our guys coming into the year. He was. But he has really cooled off the last few games. Um, weeks they one. Huh? Go ahead. They have bad matchups. Exactly. Um, but so weeks one through 11, he averaged 13.4 points over the last three weeks. Granted, they were a tough matchup, but he was just that consistent option. Um, he's only averaged eight points a game. Now he's getting Joe Hayden, who's graded out as a 72, according to PFF, and is allowing the fit, a 59% catch rate. And they are allowing the ninth fewest points to receivers line up on the right. So I'm looking for other options and sitting John Brown. I like, I like it. Sad, but true. I am also sitting one of the Brown brothers. A.J. Brown is a sit for me. I know he had a big game last week on seven targets, but um, he hasn't. Had, he doesn't get targeted enough. Those targets are just not consistent enough for me. Uh, we've seen his ceiling, or we've seen his floor after he's had a big game. He, I just don't think that you can roll him out there. Boy, you is a fool. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Just don't start him, man. Okay, <laughs> I just don't like him, bro. I just don't like him. Yeah, he's just not seeing enough targets to just sustain that type of production. I feel like. Yeah, like, but I mean, when he has a big game, he has a big game. Yeah, I just don't think it's coming like, this week. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't mind starting him, but. More of a contemporary expectation just based on the volume he's getting. Like, it's only so long you can do put up those type of numbers with four totally targets. Cool. Exactly. He, ha- he he has only had over seven targets uh, three times all year. Exactly. So it's just not sustainable. That, yeah, I just don't like it. Now that brings us to the end of the episode. Yes, sir. Hey, man, it's week two of the playoffs. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get Two it. Two more weeks, man. One more game, and we in the championship, man. Let's get these. One guys. more game, and we yeah. gonna come, and me and Los are gonna come in here, and we're gonna be quiet. Yes, sir. All, all, all podcasts because I'm not gonna tell Los who I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hilarious, bro. But yeah, man. If you're listening to this. Make sure you uh, tell a friend that is also in the playoffs or to tell the person that you played in the playoffs after you beat them. The reason why you beat them is because you listen to the podcast. As always, uh, Sunday morning, make sure you hit us up at Fantasy In Session on Twitter. Uh, we'll answer your questions. And, um, and we want to thank y'all for all the support this year. I know we're reaching the end of the year, but we just want to thank y'all. Y'all been so great to us. We hope y'all keep following us through. And... Uh, like always, man, welcome to the winner's circle. Good luck, everybody.